When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, look, it's a day off. Uh, I can go into some more Memphis stuff as well. But honestly, I want to have a little bit of fun now that we are fully into the play-in. Once again, these games have been an absolute blast. Significantly better than the regular season for a variety of reasons. So I think that's just going to be the focus of the show. Again, not much to really report on Lakers-Memphis. We did get a schedule, and the Lakers appear to be getting plenty of rest, at least on the front end of this series. Uh, So that is huge for an older team, especially an older team that is coming off of the sprint that it was just on. Uh, (laughs) Being able to kind of take a breath here, recover, recuperate, and, and head into, you know, game one, and then have another quick kind of second to catch your breath, before we get ready for game two uh, and hopefully walk out of there with a split in those first two uh, first two games of the series, that would be huge. And that, that does feel huge uh, given how tired the Lakers have really looked over the last, I don't know, week, couple weeks or so. Uh, so that is, that is a, I think, the only news regarding, a, uh, regarding this series and the matchup right now. Um, and, you know, we, we still have a few more days before we even get to the first game here. That game is going to be played on Sunday. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was some good news to, to get here. And I also understand it from the NBA standpoint, you want the Lakers in the playoffs as long as possible. And yeah, it does kind of feel like the Lakers have a chance at, at, at winning this series. Um, it does kind of feel like they have a chance, you know, it, it making some noise in the next round potentially too. But, you know, the longer that the, the boogeyman that, that is the Los Angeles Lakers are in the playoffs, I think the more interest that is going to be kind of generally around that series and the, the, the playoffs by extension. So um, I think that the league made a business decision that winds up benefiting the Lakers here. All right. Now let's uh, let's I'm gonna widen the scope here. Don't often do this on the lowdown. Um, would have had this conversation with Adam had I seen these games played out, and he and I spoke after them. Um, as it is, he and I spoke earlier this morning and and had a really fun conversation on the Lakers, on the Nuggets, on on everything that's kind of going on um, around the league and, and the regular season and how I don't know pedestrian that has become. Uh, so that was a really fun conversation there. Building off of that, though, and you know, on the on the back of yet another really fun uh, play-in game, I think one thing has become pretty clear through all of these play-in games and and through the playoffs and stuff. Look, we as a culture love physicality, right? 
the NFL is wildly popular, so much more popular that they're lapping everybody else. And it is the most physical of the core four sports. Uh, MMA has just absolutely grown by leaps and bounds and continues on that pace um, because we like the blood sport. Like there's, we, we are, you know, we, we still love that stuff or, or, or the populace at large seems to really love that stuff. And, you know, in these play-in games and, and yeah, like the Lakers and Wolves the other night, it was an abomination down the stretch of that game because neither team could score. Like they, it was just, they just kept turning the ball over and, and they were turning it over in stupid ways. And like, that's not what I mean. When I say the game gets stuck in the mud, that's kind of what I picture. That's not good basketball. It's not entertaining. It was entertaining just to see how like drunk everybody appeared to be on the court. But beyond that, like in terms of actual entertainment, I, you know, I could, I could leave that, but um, we have seen the intensity really ramp up in these in these playing games and we've really seen the intensity ramp up in a way that like people watching who watch all of the regular season are saying like where the hell has this been this has been really fun can we have more of this and the reality is and the sad truth is no you can't have more of this because over the course of a 82 game regular season there is just no incentive to try as hard as they are in the playoffs. And by the way, like this is the case in every sport, right? NFL games are very different. Uh, they are a lot more physical in the playoffs. Um, baseball games, like you have managers really managing the game and bringing in pitchers to, to throw their absolute hardest in all of the biggest moments, right? And the sport does like slow down and it does become more intense. That's the case in every single yeah, hockey postseason is just like mainlining cocaine, you know, like it's just it is it is again, all of these sports are just it, it, they do ramp up in the playoffs like that's what that 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 is inherent to that environment. That said, what you don't want and I think we're getting it like we get it sometimes in, in baseball or we have landed there, I think, in baseball where postseason baseball and regular season baseball are two completely different things. Like succeeding in the regular season requires a certain kind of roster. Succeeding in the postseason takes a different kind of roster altogether. And that leads to, you know, champion teams that don't always reflect maybe who the best team in that season was. Um, football, you don't always get that reflected because it's one game sample size um, theater in a inherently random sport. Hockey is super random because... All it takes is a super hot goalkeeper. But like you look at hockey and you look at football and their playoffs just look like a more intense version of that sport. You watch basketball, though, and it's a completely different sport. It's a completely different athletic, uh, you know, form of entertainment where in the regular season you have all those stupid touch fouls as guards like kind of wrap around screens, hoping that the defender runs into them. Uh, you have you know, like dumb charges because defenders know that, you know, they're going to get that call. Um, if anybody runs into them and they fall in the regular season, it's just, it's officiated completely differently. It's played at a significantly lower intensity level. And like, I'm sorry, it's, it's soft. And again, like I know I've said this before, and I know that 
you know, 5'10", 200-pound me saying that a sport is soft uh, while I'm talking about some of the greatest athletes to have ever walked on the face of planet Earth is inherently ridiculous. It is stupid. It sounds stupid of me to say that, but that does seem to be the truth, right? Like, argue argue with me if you want, but it is a completely different sport. It's It's a significantly less watchable game that we watch in the regular season and and not only that we get a lot more of it you have these game these stakes in these play-in games where it's a single game do or die kind of thing and yeah like these teams are you know the 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 games that we just watch or the game that we just watched between OKC and uh New Orleans and the game that we watch against uh Chicago and Miami like they are playing for the opportunity to play another team for the opportunity to go up against the number one seed in that in that uh, <laughs> first round. Um, and, and so, yeah, like championships aren't exactly on the line here. But that said, like the fact that it's not exactly for a championship and you see such a an unmistakable uh, difference in the caliber of play, it, again, just really speaks to how shit the regular season has become. And I say this loving basketball. Like, I know that uh, I, I probably get really annoying whining about this stuff. And especially, I know you guys, if you're listening to an NBA podcast, you probably don't like it being directly compared to a more popular sport in the NFL. But you do have to ask yourself, if, if like, if you're Adam Silver and your job is to grow the sport not grow the revenue that the sport generates, but actually grow the sport itself. You should probably look at the things that the NFL is doing for, you know, a, a, a something to work off of. Instead, like, we, we keep getting this TikTokification of it. Um, Adam Silver and, and the rest of the league office apparently really thinks that what is going to draw fans to the game are these crazy stat lines that you're seeing where on any given night, any player seemingly can drop 50 points and yeah, that's fine or whatever, but it feels like steroid league baseball. I, it, it feels like, and, and, and by the way, like if those 50 points come where 15 or 17 of them are at the free throw line, that's not fun, man. Like I, I, I hate tuning into a game and, and you find out, Oh my God, Devin Booker has 58 or I think it was 68 and, oh, yeah, they just intentionally fouled so that he could get to the free throw line and shoot point free throws for point sixty nine and 70. And we just keep getting more and more and more of the least uh, athletic part of the game, right? The NFL is making rules to disincentivize, uh, decentivize coaches from kicking field goals. The math is, is reaching a point where Coaches are doing fewer and fewer, like less and less punting in that sport. And the sport is getting more entertaining. It, and, and baseball saw that its game had gotten stale. And uh, there was, you know, there were three outcomes to every plate appearance where it was either a homer, a strikeout, or a walk. And nobody wants to watch that. So they legislated more fun into the sport. And, and here in basketball, we just keep going further and further down this rabbit hole. Hell, they even tried. They tried to, you know, get rid of some of the grifting to get to the free throw line. And enough superstars whined so much that they moved him completely away from it. It got so bad that like poor Damian Lillard and, and James Harden and, and Trey Young 
were sitting there tweeting after every single game it felt like, gosh, this just isn't the sport I grew up loving. Fuck you, it isn't. Like nobody grew up loving free throws. Nobody like wants to watch that. And and what you're watching in these playoff games and it is is a a uh, a, a real focus on what makes us interested in basketball in the first place. These insane athletes doing insane athletic things against each other in that OKC Thunder game that we watched last night. It was Lou Dort guarding Brandon Ingram. It was Herb Jones guarding Shea Gilgis-Alexander and defenders being allowed to do that and the drama that comes from seeing these guys actually struggle out there. Like it was, it was a blast. It was really fun to watch. I'm also a golf fan. And the last thing that you really want to tune into is, you know, the, the field out there scoring 30 under by the end of a tournament because the course was too easy. That's a, that's a boring tournament. I would rather see these guys struggle a little bit to, so that we can see, okay, yeah, they're human. That makes sense. In this case, yeah, these guys are superhuman, but they're playing against other superhumans, and I want to see those guys look like it out there. And, and you know, again, I don't think we're ever going to get to it. I don't think the, the league is ever going to figure out a way. Like, they try to do it with the 65-game minimum that goes into uh, winning an award to make you eligible to win that award. Um, that, by the way, was saying kind of, like the subtext of that is, yeah, we know it should be a 65-game season, but we need 82 of these things so that you guys can keep getting paid 40 and $50 million on your max contracts, which fine, whatever. Um, and, they, and they're reluctant to, to even test whether or not uh, you would get higher ratings on, in, a, in a league where the guys clearly care more about the games that they're playing in or even care to show up or organizations care to to make their guys available over the course of that season. Um but as it stands the regular season is clearly broken. The playing game has been just immensely entertaining. I'm going to talk in a second about potentially tweaking it. Um but but it while it has been intensely entertaining and incredibly fun to watch these guys play with stakes and clearly look like they care out there, it really has has also served to highlight what a mess the NBA regular season has become. All right, I know I just ranted and raved about how much I love the playing game, and I really do. I really love it. I love how much like the, the, the basketball has gotten so much better in it and all of that stuff, but um, hear me out. I want to I wanna see if we can add to it. And by the way, here's a industry secret, if you may. Eventually, we're getting here. Eventually, the, the league is going to expand the play-in games and and uh, get you know more eyeballs for longer in them and extend the playoffs in, in that way because they know in the regular season um, when you have all the load management that goes on out there and even when stars are out there, it doesn't always look like they're giving it their all um, at, or even that they can give it their all because of the crazy cra- uh, travel schedule that, that exists in the NBA. Um, they know that these games, especially like for younger teams that they want to start getting more focus on, uh, this is the best way to do it, right? And I think that's also going to be the purpose of the midseason tournament is to get these guys to play in a way that looks like they care about the game, which that's what the money is for, to quote Don Draper, but apparently that isn't enough. But yeah, I think here in in, um, 
the way that this is it, it currently works just a quick you know recap you have the seven and eight team play for the seven seed they play one game the winner of that moves on and plays the second seed um, in that first round of the playoffs the loser of that game uh, waits to see uh, who the winner of the nine ten game is and uh, they would then play that uh, that winner for the opportunity to be the eight seed and face off against the one seed in the first round of, of that year's playoffs, right? Already a huge success. I think it's an arguably a, a, a monster win here for the league that they added this to it. I, I do think, um, because I know kind of how this stuff works, we all know how this stuff works, the league is going to start looking for ways to expand this thing so they can get more people watching this type of basketball for longer. And one way that I think they could do it is I think you keep the 7-8 game as a one-game, uh, you know, winner moves on type of game. Um, and that team would go right into the 7 spot. And then you have the, the, the loser of that game wait for what I think would be pretty fun here, a three-game series to play out between the, the the two teams at the bottom of the playoff picture, the nine and ten teams. Um, you play that three-game series in order to give the uh, limit travel and give, I think, an advantage to the nine seed um, and force teams to really try to play and avoid being the ten seed. I think what you do there is you have all three games played at the nine seeds arena. The last thing that you want to do here is introduce more travel and like say, so the Lakers, right? If they, if they played Memphis, say in that play in three game series, uh, you would have two teams taking four hour flights, like potentially three times. That's not what you want. So I think what you do is you, you have it be a three game series all played at the nine seeds arena. So you don't introduce more travel than there needs to be. And then you do it again. And then you have that uh, eight seed play against the uh, winner of that, that first three game series you uh, in another three game series at the, the, or the, the eight seed, but the, the loser of the first play in game for the seven seed in the playoffs, you have that team go up against uh, the winner of the second play in game. And you do so again in a three game series where the, the, the loser of the first one gets home court advantage for all three of those games and thus you reward the team for, for playing well enough to get that, you know, seven or eight seed. Um, and and then, yeah, it is a huge advantage. But look, it, that team, like those nine and ten teams, and I know people are listening, you're going to say like, wait, so you're going to have some team play six extra games just to get into the playoffs? They're the nine and ten seeds. A few years ago, they wouldn't have been in the playoffs. So, yeah, I do think they should do some extra stuff. I think if you do go this route, you do wind up shortening the regular season um, to, you know, 75 games, let's say. Um, and, and yeah, like that still isn't enough to make those regular season games um, feel like this. Like you never will be able to do that. But I do think you get more of these games and that should be the point. And I do think eventually that is going to be the point. Eventually the league is going to do that. We already see them doing that with that midseason tournament where they are attaching financial stakes to it right off the bat, right off the top. We know exactly what these guys win if they win that thing. 
and sure, yeah, LeBron doesn't uh, won't won't care. You know, it it won't impact LeBron's you know financial future or anything like that. Nor will it for most NBA stars. But also, we know LeBron is cheap. Like some, I forget which reporter it is, and I apologize for for not um, knowing this off the top of my head. But uh, apparently, when this reporter was covering LeBron, I believe in Cleveland, that, that uh, he would get a kick out of the fact that LeBron would be the DJ that day and would have music playing through his phone through the loudspeakers. But every so often, the music would stop to play commercials because LeBron was too cheap to play to pay for like the 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 uh, adless ad-free Pandora right so like that's hilarious and and I do think like if and and the other thing too is these guys are crazy competitive in that in that final of the midseason tournament game what you're essentially going to have is everybody showing up with you know to, 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 to play that game. What they should do is like they do in the World Series of Poker where they have the cast laid out there on the scorer's table um, and, and play out the game that way so that like we see at the end of it, like those guys go and, and rub it in the other team's face that they just won that cash. Anyway, um, I, I just, to me, the point of all this, and I understand it, like Sabrina, you know, and, and others replied on Twitter when I, when I kind of threw this out there. And I, I totally get it, and I don't even necessarily disagree that the magic behind the play-in so far has been the single elimination games, and that three-game series, the first game of it, is going to have a little bit less intensity to it because they know no matter what, they're going to be playing another game. But right from that moment on, it is going to be elimination games in, in that three-game series. And, and uh, again, it's just... The regular season has gotten so bad that even a lesser version of the play-in game in the first games of those three-game series is going to be an exponentially better basketball game than some random Tuesday night um, during the regular season that'll probably feature one out of the four potentially available superstars. That needs to be fixed. It won't be. And I think this at least you know, mitigates the you know, irreconcilable problems that are presented in the regular season. You know, we know that they don't want to shorten the the season in terms of games. We know that uh, the players don't want to end coaches, um, don't want to extend the, the, the season in terms of the calendar because they like their off season. Um, so this at least gets you more playoff games to offset and have fewer crap regular season ones. All right, that is going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Uh, I really do hope that you check out the conversation I have with Adam. We do talk a little bit longer about the regular season. We do talk about the Nuggets season and and what it would have looked like if the Lakers lost that game and maybe came out of the play-in in the eight spot against Denver. Um, we 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 he gave a lot of love to Kobe and and uh, how we both think that the league misses Kobe because he, well, I'm not going to give the show away. You should listen to it. We praise Kobe. That should be enough. So until the next time you hear from me, which is either going to be later on in this feed or tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.